Hello and welcome to wherever you may be. We're part of the 90 Minute Podcast Network. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to be talking about all things Chelsea. My name is Roy Jennings and joining me for her third cap on this podcast is the one and only Olivia Bazaglo. <laughs> Olivia, how are you? I'm really good. Really, really good at the moment. How are you? Yeah, all good, actually. I'm feeling feeling excellent, just as Chelsea's back line are. Do you know we haven't conceded a goal for five consecutive games? It's something like seven and a half hours since we last conceded a goal, which is mad a... when you think about it. Like, considering at the start of the season, it's just crazy. It's a record last that goes back a decade. It's our Honestly. longest period without a clean sheet for over a decade. I'm real. I did unreal especially I didn't even I didn't think Mendy and Thiago Silva would have had this impact but god they've had such an impact haven't they do you know what on some level though I think it's simply Mendy not do you think yeah I'm not knocking anybody else obviously because we know that they're good players but I think if you had the world's if you had John Terry in his pomp Franco Baresi in his pomp Ashley Cole in his pomp and Cafu they're still going (laughs) to be terrible if you have Kepa behind them yeah, I know, uh, I know what you mean. I do think, though, I, obviously I would put it, yeah, largely down to Edward Mendy, but I just, watching Thiago Silva, I just, he's so composed, so relaxed, so calm. Yeah. It just, it must work. It must do wonders for all those, for all those other players. It's got to be brilliant for Kurt Zuma, hasn't it? Just learning, just being around that just, level yeah. of experience. I, all his game's already improved. Like, his game's already improved, and I think that is down to playing next to someone of that, of that, quality in that caliber yeah it's it's very impressive um it's it's actually reminiscent to what john terry did for gary cahill's career isn't it 100 percent. you know i i i sort of look at that and i think gary cahill's still very underrated for what he did at chelsea um mm. and i know it's only the start of zuma's career and um but i i always said playing even next to a 36 year old tiago silva the experience just everything he brings mm. is already you're already seeing it in zuma so yeah long may it continue yeah, it's John Terry and Marcel Desai all over again. <laughs> this is this is fantastic. Um, we're so good, aren't we? I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> I honestly, I'm trying not to get too excited, but every time, like every time we play, and I know, like, okay, people might look at the opposition and think, oh well, you know, you've got to do it in the big games, but you can only play what's in front of you. And and another, I, we didn't even get out of second gear yesterday. Like it was, uh, we didn't even get out of second gear in that Ren game, and it was, um, yeah. I don't even know what to say. I'm just sat here with a massive smile on my face. I know it was. It really was good. Um, and you know, last last time you were on the pod last week, I said this. I said I don't think we'll ever concede a goal again. I can't see (laughs) why. And I kind of maybe last week said it as a joke. I'm beginning to think there might be some truth in it. Well, when you look at like, uh, like. We we don't you know the corners and free kick set plays that was the one one like sort of sort of thingy we looked most vulnerable like honestly every time we had a corner I thought we were going to concede but now I don't even I don't even get even I don't get any of that I don't get any of those feelings anymore um, like we don't just we we everyone looks solid and I think Reese James and Ben Chilwell have got a massive part to play in that I think Reese James has really upped his game this season and um, we've seen such like a different level to his game. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't even have. I'm, I'm just laughing. Can't believe how. And I think Frank Lampard has to t- take some credit for that because he's the one that takes the stick when when we were conceding goals and he's bought in two players that he thought would change it and they have. And I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. Totally. I think that we have an issue in this country where we don't like to give English managers praise. 
We're kind mm. of very sneery towards English managers. Like Marcelo Bielsa, we love. Yeah. If that's an English geezer sitting on an upturned bucket, we're not <laughs> yeah. as forgiving, man. We don't like that. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I, I do feel like, and I feel, do you know what? I feel like obviously the situation is different with Lampard, especially because of last season. And he got everyone felt that he didn't get criticism last season and rightly so he didn't he didn't you know he I thought he did obviously exceeded expectations but because of that I feel like now everyone's so quick to sort of jump on something if something goes wrong but yet no one's there to to like you know clap him when it goes right do you know what I mean yeah but I think a lot do you know there's some managers seem to get away with it it's very interesting Mm. and I can't quite put my finger on why and other managers Mm. seem to never get criticized for example Ole Gunnar Solskjaer gets hugely criticised, mm. right? Whenever it goes whenever it goes very well for him, for example, beating uh, uh, Leipzig 5-0, yeah. for example, mm. winning in Paris, people don't yeah. go, oh, Solskjaer, phenomenal. But they yeah. do jump on him. And then on the flip side of that, Mikel Arteta never yeah. gets criticised. I can't quite put my finger on it, but Frank Lampard is definitely one of the managers that gets really criticised and not necessarily praised when he's doing so well. Yeah, I, would, I, I agree. I definitely agree about Arteta. I think I, he gets a sort of buy in a way. I think we mentioned it last week that like, I don't that that the Leicester performance was so typical of an Arsenal performance from Marcin Wenger days. I, d- I didn't see any change. And you can argue that, you know, oh, well, he learned from his mistake against Man United and they won 1-0. But I don't think they were particularly good, Arsenal. I think they were good at the back. I thought they had a very professional performance at the back, but they didn't create anything. No, and without that penalty, they weren't scoring. So I think it's different. I don't understand why, but yeah, I fully agree that Arteta sort of gets more of a buy, and Ollie and Lampard seem to get so much more criticised when things are when things aren't yeah, necessarily it's, good. It's but. very weird. And so our, our Champions League group is now starting to take shape, as we expected. Krasnodar mm. and Wren are lurking miles away from yeah. getting through. You know, those two are going to have a playoff to get into the Europa League, and we're going to have a playoff with Seville to finish at mm. the top of the group. Um, can we win this competition? Do you know, like, I, I, when people ask me this, I always look back to 2012. And if you'd have asked me, could we have won that competition then? Like, I probably would have said no, but look what happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, I always want to think we can, but if I'm thinking with my head and I'm thinking with my heart, they're telling me two different things. I, if we play against a good team, our counter-attack, that pace and that, we, we are more than capable of hurting any team that come, that tries to sort of come and play against us um it's one of those competitions that you don't necessarily have to be the best team in it to win it we've seen that so many times before not just with with Chelsea I mean Chelsea were the best team in it in 2012 obviously Mm -hmm. but um but you know what I mean you don't necessarily have to be and it's one of those competitions where you get a bit of luck you know you can you can you can win it and I'm not going to sit here like Bayern Munich for me are the the favorites I think they just seem to be blowing everyone out the park and they just seem ridiculous but I want a long run in this competition. We've got a good enough team when I look at the other teams in it to get far in this competition. Um, and I just, I think we're just slowly going about our business. People don't need to talk about us. Just let us do our thing and, you know, we'll see where we get. Yeah, I think, look, the draw has been kind to us. Obviously, Krasnodar, Southern mm. Russia, no <laughs> esteem in this competition. Ren shouldn't be in the competition anyway. So we have lucked <laughs> out. But we can only play what's in front of you. And... We've looked very complete, haven't we? 
Yeah, like like I said, I think that Sevilla performance was very professional. We just needed to not concede. I think that was the main priority. Um, I fully expect our game with Sevilla to be a little bit more open, um, us to have more chances, have a lot more of the ball. But the, this is the problem now with this group is that it's not it's not done on goal difference. Like we've got to go there and pretty much win, um, or at least try and win because it goes down to head to head. And at the moment. I can see Sevilla winning all their games bar our game and I can see us winning all of our games bar their game. So it will come down to that Chelsea-Sevilla game and I think it would be massive if we didn't top this. We have to top this group. So would a score... Do you know the rules? Sorry to put you on the spot here. If if we go out there and draw, say we draw we drew nil-nil at home, say we draw one all away, is that a yeah, better so, head-to-head? Yeah. No, so no, I don't think so. So head-to-head, I think, is just the, the result. So if it's two draws, then it goes down to like goals scored against but obviously if, if it's 1-1 then we've both scored a goal but a we've goal. done it away does that not yeah count? so I don't know whether that comes into it and then it goes down to goal difference and our goal difference is, is significantly better so as far as I know if we draw against Sevilla then we go, we will top the group because our goal difference is better okay Okay, it can well, if that's if everyone if you if they beat you know their remaining games and we win our remaining games. Well, we made a mistake last year in the Champions League, didn't we? Not finishing top of our group. Do you remember? Was... Didn't Ross Barkley miss a penalty that would have actually I... made us top of the group? Yeah, against Valencia. Yes, yeah, right. that was um. We can't because then, like, you look at the the team. I can't remember who we would have faced, but it wasn't Barcelona. Do you know what I mean? And no, it got... was Atalanta. Yeah, so we would have faced Atalanta. Um, Oh, no, sorry, we faced Bayern, didn't we? We got Bayern. We, we faced Bayern, but we would have faced Atalanta. We would have faced Atalanta, yeah. Atalanta, exactly. And it's like, you just, that makes such a difference. And I know coming to the, you know, you get to the next round, you're going to have to play someone big. But if you can avoid it in the first knockout round, then you do that. And and we, like, we can't make that same mistake again. Winning this group is so important. And I, I do think we will. Hey, do you know what, Olivia? Listen to this, right? You know what? I was watching Atalanta the other night. And I just mm. did a little bit, you know, when you're watching the football and you think, I don't know enough about this team, you start like Googling. Yeah. Gone onto, gone onto Wikipedia, Atalanta, is a quiz question for everyone listening. And it's very, very difficult though. So you, again, I'm putting <laughs> you on the spot, Olivia. Do you know what former Chelsea player is very significantly involved with Atalanta? I think his father is the chairman. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I know the player that used to play for us that plays for them now, but... No, I don't know. I couldn't believe it. So when I was a kid, right, taking everybody down memory lane, nobody's, everybody's switching off, right? When I was a kid, Chelsea <laughs> signed two players from Italy. Two came over at the same time. We signed a fella called Sam Dallabona and we signed a fella called Luca Pacassi. Sam Dallabona played central midfield for us. He was really good, right? Played in that wise team. He scored a great goal in the last minute against Ipswich when Ipswich were good, when they had Marcus Stewart up front. Anyway, the two <laughs> players that came over, Sam Dallabona and Luca Pacassi, when I'm looking at the Atalanta board, bloody Luca Picassi. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. I like, suddenly had a bit of a soft spot for them. Yeah, well, apparently they were, um, they were meant to be quite good, weren't they? But Yeah, they were very, uh, they were very impressive, but then they obviously got totally dismantled uh, yeah. by Liverpool. It's a nice but, little uh, fact, in, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. No, no shame <laughs> in that. They're an excellent team. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we've got Sheffield United. This run that we're on, should continue, shouldn't it? Yeah, I look at you know I look at that Sheffield United game and they're a completely different outfit to what they were last season. We didn't even beat we didn't beat them once. I played them twice, drew at Stamford Bridge, and then obviously lost lost to them at Bramall Lane. But 
I, I look at the team and I just, yeah, I, I, I think it's, we're at home. I think it should be comfortable. I'm all, I also think we got, we're going to keep a clean sheet. They're not renowned for scoring goals. I mean, they weren't when David McGoldrick scored two against us last season, <laughs> but I just think, I just think we're a different prospect. They're a different prospect. And I just think, yeah, I think it's going to be a comfortable victory and I'd like to see like another three or four nil really. Yeah. Well, I can't see us not doing that. I, it, this is, this is how I feel about it now. If mm. anybody asks me how what score I think Chelsea are going to win by, depending on the opposition, I say three, four, or five nil. Yeah, um, I, I, I think. Do you know how times have changed? Honestly, if you'd have asked us this at the start of the season, our answer is definitely not have been that. But um, I also I think Lampard's finally. I mean, it's a bit frustrating with Havertz, you know, um, being know, he's out. He's got the old COVID, hasn't he? He's got the old COVID, and it's just you know, just as we were, you know, played a couple of games with the same team, that four three three, that midfield sort of yeah. trio of Mount, Kante, and Havertz, and it was it was really working and. I know Jorginho came in for Havertz yesterday, obviously, albeit in a sort of deeper position, but that midfield just wasn't the same. No. It just did it just didn't quite click as well as Havertz, Kante and Mount. Um so I'm a bit disappointed that we're not gonna see him, but obviously hopefully hopefully he feels better and can sort of get back as soon as soon as it's safe to. Um but I think I think that's our, that's our formation now. That four three three just seems to work, and we've got the personnel. You know, Pulisic might even be back. Um, that was just a precaution. Him missing um, the Ren game. Um, so so you know you've still got a, that attack of you know Pulisic, Ziek, Werner, Abraham scoring against Ren as well, which was always a good thing. So we've got more than enough players to sort of step in. I just hope that they can you know pick up where they left off from that Burnley game because yeah, it's you know isn't it? It's it's so good at the moment. And you know what? A, what a privileged position we're in. Pulisic gets injured in the warm-up at Burnley. In comes Timo Werner. <laughs> Havertz gets gets COVID, uh, and then you know we can bring in the likes of Jorginho, the likes of um, yeah. Mateo Kovacic yeah. on the bench. Yeah. It's uh, we're, we're a very strong team, and uh, and we've got just got so many goals in us. Like you mentioned there, Tammy Abraham. I thought he took his goal brilliantly last night. Yeah, uh, it was a problem. It was a proper striker's. It was just a proper striker's goal, and that's what you want when you've got someone like Reese James who can put in ten out of ten balls every single game. The amount of times Reese James puts in a quality ball into the perfect space, and no one is there to get on the end of it. I was so happy when when Tammy Abraham just got himself in that position. He did really well to stay on side, and it was a simple striker's goal. Sometimes yeah. you don't need to do; you just need to be in the right place at the right time, and that really impressed me about Tammy's game yesterday. Um, and and going back to what you said about the squad, I think this is the first time where I look at our squad and think, yeah, we've got world class players on the bench. Our player of the year last season in Mateo Kovacic cannot get a game at the moment. Right. It came on against Ren, but 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 that's just because everyone at the moment is playing so well. Why would Frank Lampard change it? He's worked so hard after chopping and changing so much last season to get a, a, a first 11 and he knows his best 11. And I think he's 90% of the way there. Um, obviously, albeit we've had little injuries in this Havert situation now, but I think he knows. He knows his best 11. He knows his formation. Um, you know, to win things and to be to be the best, you have to have a, a, a good squad. You can't just have a good first 11. It doesn't work like that anymore. Um, and this is the first time I look at our squad and think, yeah, if something's not working, we've got world-class players to bring off the bench. Yeah, totally. And do you know what? These world-class players, with a win, could end up second in the league. <laughs> I honestly, I just... Do you know what I love about this season? Obviously, it's so open, but I no one's talking about us, and I like it. 
I like that we're just going under the radar, doing our thing, winning our games, keeping clean sheets. And there might be a time, like we were going on about last season, where people might have to start talking about us. But at the moment, you know, it's all this talk about Liverpool, you know, um, like uh, even Arsenal getting spoken about, Spurs are getting spoken about a lot. I like it. We're just going along, winning our games, doing our business. And, you know, if results go for us this, this week, you know, we could end up, end up in the top four or second or whatever. So, you know, I just... I'm really, yeah, really excited about this team, and and yeah, I like you just what you got did there, Olivia. That was very clever because you gave a, a very insightful, very interesting, and very knowledgeable answer, but you didn't actually answer the question at all. So, ready? I'm going to go again. Can this team? <laughs> can this team win the league? Ah, do you know? <laughs> I okay. I'm going to go. I mean, I'm going to say yes because I don't think there's there's no one at the moment. That's a front runner. I, Liverpool haven't impressed me. They've been winning games and playing badly, which is a sign of of yeah. Is that impressive say, in itself, though? Yeah, it is because everyone knows that to win a league, you don't, you do not, you can't play well from the first game to the last. There is games where you play, you don't necessarily play well, but you win games, and that is what they've been doing. But they've got City next, and that's a massive game. And one of the one or both of them are dropping points. That's another, you know, that's another step to either. What do we catching... want there? What do we want? A draw? Uh, yeah. I, I want a draw. If I'm looking at that game, I want a draw. We, I think we go two points behind Liverpool. If they draw and we win. So it's it, honestly, what's eight games in and we're two points behind Liverpool. Yeah. I, look, genuinely, I genuinely think if anyone, and I'm not even just saying this about Chelsea, if anyone's going to do a Leicester 2016, it's going to be this season. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying if there was a season that it was going to, it would be this season because it's just so open. And I know we keep talking about it, but I'm, I think anyone could win it this year and Chelsea are definitely one of those teams. You put a run together and you could be, you know, top or close to the top. So, yeah. Um, in answer to your question, Rory, yes, Chelsea can win the league. Thank you. And I completely agree. <laughs> I apologise for the Amazon parcel that's just arrived at my door if that's distracting for anyone. Um, <laughs> just before we go and I find out what more uh, sign of crap that my wife's ordered from Amazon, um, what <laughs> is your score prediction? For the Chelsea Sheffield United game, I'm like ah, uh, like we spoke earlier, two, three, four. I'm gonna I'm gonna go three nil again. Um, and you know what 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 I loved about um the the Ren game the Ren game was I don't know if you heard Frank Lampard say after the game he was asked about his penalty taker and he said I've spoken I spoke to Jorginho and Jorginho said I don't mind who takes them as long as we score. And I just think that's such a class mentality from a guy that is, is the ultimate professional, Jorginho. And I love that. And we saw Timo Werner take two penalties against Ren and smash them both in. He, and he is our penalty taker now. And I think he wins penalties as well, Timo Werner. And I wouldn't be surprised if we got another one against Sheffield United um, and he goes and scores again and keeping up his good goal scoring record. Um, yeah, whoever comes in to have whoever comes in for Havertz, um, I have no doubt will um will make a difference. And you know, um, yeah, I'm going for a comfortable three 0 win, Rory. Another clean sheet and another three goals. Another th and another three points, crucially. And I'm another join three you with points. The result, but I'm going to say I'm going to be a little bit more optimistic. I'm going five. Going for a, li a little bit more. I was thinking you were going to go four, but you've no, jumped gone straight five. to five. Gone all <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll wallop well. them, I'm convinced. Well. Um, Olivia, so. thank you so much for your time. Um, that's all we've got time for. Thank you all so much for listening as well. If you could drop us a review, it would be very much appreciated. Subscribe if you have enjoyed what you've heard. And we'll be back next week to review the Sheffield United game. See you all then. Mm -hmm.